Welcome back to everybody's favorite podcast. I know it's my favorite. Definitely my favorite. Absolutely. I'm very biased towards it. I, I'm not biased at all. I just think it's a you know quality. Well, I, I'm. I'm I don't even know the guy who does. I definitely it. favorited this this podcast. I, I don't know why. I mean, it's, it's the. I only. listen to a lot of their podcasts. Do I'm going to be honest. Okay. I can't say. But that it's one. in my top three. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, well, fun, fun. Uh, Anywho, anyway. um, yeah. <clears throat> well, today, I'm uh, going to uh, take you down a little venture lane here regarding, um, uh, I guess, knowing your enemies. You but have enemies? I do. I have a few. Maybe, maybe a few more I don't know about too. You my favorite, my favorite ones that I don't know about because they're the ones that are talking about you all the time. You have no idea they're there and they're talking about you. Or they're, or yeah, they're trying to wreak havoc, or or second favorite are the ones that are the ones that pretend to be your friends and they're really not. Those are most common. I mean, those are that's oh, like yeah. basically everybody's friends. Yeah, I feel like I mean <laughs> I feel like I feel like nowadays it seems more common. People just want to use each other. Mm-hmm. Just saying, look around yeah. people. And you know, I I really I keep I keep a short list of friends. You know, you have a list. Yeah, I can't even. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> I I got past <laughs> the first line one time. No way. Yeah, no. The first line. <laughs> no. Do you um, hear the buy more paper? <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Long friend list. No. Facebook's N- a joke. Yeah. <laughs> 200 friends. Yeah. For, yeah. 400, 400 and some friends on my Facebook. And I'm thinking, how many of those are actually really anybody that really knows me? Now, now, now first, first you got to do is scratch off your family members. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not, I got at least five. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, it's terrible. Yeah, scratch those <laughs> off. So when you got the, when you got those going, then 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 when you're in ministry, then you got to scratch off all of those. Dang. Well, he was at my church, and I saw him one time. One time, that's all. <laughs> you know, I saw him in passing. You know, I just I had to look his direction and thought I got a friend request him. I know him now. Yeah. I mean, we we're in the same room. Yeah, I gotta wonder how many friends are really friends when you if you don't have somebody's Facebook page. I I venture to say uh, less. I'd say less than I venture. No, I, I would say less than two percent of people. Two percent. Oh, I guarantee you. Okay, Guaranteed. Uh, and for us maybe. I yeah. was thinking maybe for normal people. Well, that's true. People that are normal. That's <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like on my standards. I'm thinking, Mwah. yeah. Well, I, they're, they're I mean, I wasn't trying to think of mine. I was thinking most people are probably like eighty percent. Right. Uh, they're all probably wondering, just listening right now, like, um, where are you going? Where are they this? going with this? Well, we're not going anywhere with it. We're just <laughs> having a conversation. But no, we're going to talk about to know your enemy is to know yourself. And that friend list got smaller. At yeah, least I'm on the friend just, list. Yeah, you sure? If I'm myself. Oh, it's true. Then again, it depends on the day. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so I'm going to kind of, kind of go with this in a, in, a, in a real churchy way first here, and, I, and this is extreme sarcasm that's about to come on here. Churchy. Yeah, very churchy knees here. Um, church and knees. Church and knees. Oh, Christian knees. No. Christian knees. Church and knees. It's all about knees. Yeah. Yeah. It's like being. You know, you know, never mind. So, <laughs> so. so <laughs> <laughs> I saw a certain church sign from way back in the day. I can't. I, yeah, we yeah, can't say, we can't that, say on, that. But it was a legit church. Yeah, sign. anyway, it's probably still on the internet <clears throat> under some memes. I'm somewhere. sure it is. Oh, it it's, definitely is. It's a local church. That was not that. Wow. That, anyway, yeah, that was rough. I, you know, I saw that in person. What about you? But I did too. I, I remember pulling in yes. to a particular place one day and going. <laughs> Oh, oh this is bad. <laughs> oh Lord. So every pastor out there, you really need to double check what you're putting on your signs. We need a proofreader. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> um, Side note. <laughs> I just thought about that. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, so I mean, you know, like one of the one of the most common scriptures in the world that every Christian ever uses, including including pastors, is is First um, Peter five and eight, which says, "Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour." It's like you know, there's your warning, boys and girls. Yeah, I mean that's that's there's your warning right there. All right, oh man, I'm so glad I saw that verse. I'm not gonna. I would I, not I, know the devil if I had I not read that. I'm just saying I would not know. I would never never recognize. I mean, I would have got devoured. Yeah, you would got devoured. Missed that. Yeah, I mean, yep. Well, truth is, that scripture doesn't really tell us exactly what to look out for. It just gives us an adjective of what the devil's like. Right. Like, like a roaring lion trying to, trying to kill us, maybe Most trying definitely. to mess up our lives, that kind of thing. But it does not give us an insight on what to do. What to do or, you know, so, that, you know, that's my favorite part about this world. So many people are out there saying, here, here is a problem, here is a problem, here is a problem. Here's, but they, they never give you a, here's how you 
deal with the problem. Yeah, right. I mean, hey. Here's what to do with the problem. We got world hunger. Everybody's starving. Yeah, send in your nine ninety nine a month or, or eighty cents a day. We ain't gonna tell you where it's going. We're gonna tell you it's going to where it's supposed to go. But do you you don't know? You don't hey. know? No, you don't know. Don't ask questions. There was a study on that a while back, and I'm not gonna name any particular organizations. But but just to make it simple, there's organizations out there that for every dollar, maybe ten cents was going to the actual cause. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I know of one too. Yeah, uh, that's been proven. Mm-hmm. Um, a very large organization. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna list it. But um, anyway, the point is, yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. You don't really know. Yeah. So yeah. So you think you're helping something, but deception. You're not. <laughs> but you're only helping somebody. Lying you are somebody. helping something. You're helping but somebody. Not something good. Yeah. Maybe some people. Maybe some CEOs. Is about it. Um. Mm-hmm. You know. Second thing is, is is you know. So then that, so then that leads to how do we recognize the enemies of God? What if we look just like them? Ooh. Oh boy, we could stop there, be done. Okay. All right, thanks Great for podcast. joining in. Till next time. Um, no, <clears throat> this has been Dub's Edge. <laughs> but that, that's that's yeah. yeah. And then then they go. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Second Corinthians two eleven. Must have an iPhone. Yeah, and you know, again, lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we're not ignorant of his devices. Okay, that sounds great. What do you, what do we? But do what about are it? those devices? How we be? How can we know? If we don't know what they are, and and here and here's here's the thing, the uh, any any real enemy, and you can see this in in the current world events. Any any real enemy that is, uh, where two two factions. We'll just go to the minimal two, where two factions put, are put against each other. What's that? Put the bar low. Yeah, I am. I probably should say the whole world right now, but we're gonna go two. We're just gonna go two. Noah's Ark. That's right. Two by two, buddy. Yeah, we could go to the seven multiplier. We're going to. I can't okay. count that high. All right. Okay. Um, so, so two. So, so you have two two factions at each other. Well, the, the way that the best war to win is not the one with the most bloodshed. It's the one that outthinks the other the most. Yeah. You know, that makes the strategy. other trip and lose way too much. You know, strategy. So, what better what better way for Satan to be Satan or any of his uh you know demons or. Any, any of the His hierarchy, activities. whatever, whatever, any any of that stuff. What better way than just to look just like you or me? Blend in. Blend in. Complete deception. I mean, he's good at that. He is an angel of light. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we. Um, I can't remember where we we were uh, where we we were talking about this, but the idea of some of these near death experiences that people have had, where they think they went and they saw, like their significant other. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was I'm drawing a blank on this uh, person's testimony right now who it was but the, remember we're talking about they basically they had these cells yeah what, the guy guy's name from the TikTok uh, yeah I just can't remember his name uh, but it, it was it was a, yeah it was it was a basically a testimony it was an incredible testimony. yeah very incredible uh, we can find it we may just uh, post it in the link like below for the, after the podcast but <clears> but in general, this guy said that he was given the opportunity to be in a cell. In a cell, he thought it was heaven. But when he got there, these all these demons were portraying to be, yeah, well, this perfect uh, stuff. Essentially, he had uh, he he had drinking spoiled water that made him basically almost die. He should have probably been dead because of bacteria. And during this near death experience, he was greeted in what appeared to him to be a heaven-like area uh, where it was like he saw this landscape of like trees and stuff and there was this house and he was like oh this is you know comforting there was this angel talking to him and a family member I can't remember who it was I don't know if it was his, it was his wife or not I'm just going to tell how I remember it and uh, after about what he described as I want to say he said it was like a couple minutes or so of this maybe 10-15 minutes anyway it was a little, little bit um, he then quickly realized that there was a great deception happening and next thing you know the whole room around him environment changed and all these uh you know beings that looked really angelic like started looking pretty hideous and next thing you know they had to he saw the outside perspective of this cell and it was basically projecting this beautiful imagery to people who come in and then they trick you and then you stay you stay if you don't well then you're going to be deceived the rest of your life because you're going to think, oh, I had a near death yeah. experience. And 
I saw the light and I saw this beautiful scenery and angels. I know where I'm going. Yes, yeah, so, I mean all these people think they're really going to go to heaven. They, they do. They never, never ask for forgiveness from God. Which would explain why you see all these near death, death experiences from all these different religions and whatnot, <clears throat> or atheists, whatever it may be, and they all happen to say, not well, all the actual stories that are out there happen to say that they've experienced, for the most part, something angelic and comforting. Right. What a great deception! Wow, to portray yeah. that right off the bat, and then and then and then, then you find out later. Yeah, or the, and then you let him go back to life. Yeah, and you gonna go back like, oh, oh man, nothing to worry weird. about. Let me continue living my life the way I was. Yeah, nothing, nothing to. Yeah, yeah. So, so what better way? What better way than for literally to take on the persona of oneself and you believe in everything you internalize mm-hmm. than to have anything else to gauge it by. And and that that's that's what I mean by you know to know your enemy is to know yourself right. because if if you know where you stand really, then that's where you stand in the spirit as well you know, uh, which which uh, which fast forwards us to what was going on with Jesus and um, you know in in the temptation in the desert, uh, you know we're gonna go to Matthew four starting verse one, uh, we're gonna instead of reading this all at once we're gonna just break it down for the sake of time. Let me. Uh pull this up real quick yeah there we go yeah so just leave that up there for just a while um so you know you know the very first first thing that happened is um you know jesus jesus was in the was being led by the spirit in in the desert uh i'm gonna go ahead and ask you go ahead and read verses one and two there and then, then we'll pick it up then jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil after fasting 40 days and 40 nights he was hungry that's verse one and two. Yep. So you know, he, he, the first thing that happened was he was led by the spirit, you know, mm-hmm. uh, into literally into being tempted. Now, to be tempted there was more or less his character being called to question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I mean, that's that's a, to, to call that out first is very very important because you know if we're not led by the spirit of God, then we're being led by anything, right? Even ourselves. And all those, anything except the Spirit of God can be very deceptive. Um, the Spirit of God is not going to lead us somewhere that is going to have the ultimate goal of destroying us. Bringing forth death. Right. Yeah, absolutely not. He, 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 now, he will do things that will teach us, and sometimes in his teachings it can be rough. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he definitely would not lead us into a period of, you know, just absolute decay and death. Right, right. Um. But but Jesus Jesus was at a point now where he was forty days forty nights has already passed, um, you know he's hungry, uh, you know he's he was human, right? I mean, who still, wouldn't? It be? still it still baffles me to no end that he made it forty days and forty nights without like food. Like yeah. no, thank you. I'm yeah, sorry. No, yeah, I, mean, I go twenty four hours and I'm like, oh, yeah. I think I think the longest I've been without food might have been three days during a fast, and by then I was pretty ready to get, you know get back to go back to eating something. Um, that's the longest I've been able to do. Uh, but and, and that's not to say that you know anybody special can go all forty days. I mean, God bless you if you can. I mean, I mean if, if God if God sent you down that path and said you're gonna fast for forty days, by all means, do as you're led. You know, I'm, but you know, I'm not going to throw myself into a fast for that just to say I did it. Right. You know, I mean, there's, there's a lot there's of that no, out there, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of prestige out there yeah. for that. Yeah. If you're doing, if you're uh, side note, if you're doing a fast for selfish gain of any sort, that ain't going to go over well. It, it's you're, you're not being led by spirit. Yeah. It's that simple. Well, yeah, that, that too. That's yeah. Very you're important. not being led by but spirit. But it also ain't going to come with anything. No. Yeah, not gonna, yeah, you're being exactly. led by some kind of spirit. I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> you're not being led by the spirit of God. That's for certain. No. Um, so he was hungry, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with being hungry at that point, but problem is in his flesh, Jesus was likely very, very, very weak. I mean, he was tired. I would imagine. I mean, I, I in a desert, desert area. Now when we're, when we're here in America, we think of desert, we think of just sand and that's it. Um, this, these desert areas over there weren't necessarily just sand. I mean, you had, you know, cactuses, you know, occasional, Occasional, you know, minor tree here and there, et cetera, different mm-hmm. desert type shrubbery. Right. So he, he was just in the wilderness, in other words, away from the cities. Um, you know, so I mean there could have been small mountains nearby, could have could have been, you know, caves, et cetera. It doesn't mean that it was just flat desert. It wasn't Egypt. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. It wasn't like you Yeah. Know, so let's Arizona. get that let's get that idea off the side because 
even Jesus after three days in the desert, you know, that kind of heat and no shelter would not have been, you know, human yeah, wise. Yeah, he would have died. In a human body, he would have died before that because of exhaustion. Right. I mean, also, let's point out that he was a carpenter. So, I mean, you know, his father was a carpenter. They were used to traveling. Um, yeah. You know, they, they had been used to traveling. He probably had a tent. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of things. Just I'm not, sure he had. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things. They portrayed that in The Chosen, by the way. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. They portrayed him. Yeah. I mean, he, he wasn't he wasn't just walking through the desert with nothing. I mean, there's no, no he way. He had more wisdom than that. Yeah. I mean, he's been around. He's been on the earth for 30 years at this point. So yeah. he's he's already had experience. He's a full grown adult. Um, he 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 already has rabbi status. So he he's already he's educated. Jesus is not. Jesus is educated. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he. And I, and I'm and I'm saying this from a human standpoint. Human standpoint is he wasn't. Uh, how would I say this? He wasn't dumb. No, he wasn't. Unprepared. He wasn't. He wasn't going out there willy nilly like. Well, this is what it is. Yeah, and it doesn't say anything about him uh, fasting anything else, like water, for example. He had, no, that, he was he definitely. I don't know if he would have made it forty. Well, I mean, he was a son of God, but in a human body, I don't think you can go forty days without water. No, three three days, and you're starting to. You're, one yeah. day, you're starting to get delirious. By the, the most way. I ever seen, I think, I think it was a shark story. This guy was stuck on a raft for two weeks, and was having to drink salt water stuff. Didn't go so well. Yeah, it'll, barely it'll, die. He it'll, it'll I mean, he barely you. survived. It'll, it'll kill you. Yeah. <clears throat> so forty days. Yeah, no, you ain't making it. No. So see that, see that these are the small details that are overlooked whenever people are going through the scripture, and they just they visually have a totally wrong visualization of what's happening there. Right. So, you know, it's, to some you could say he was taking a camping trip in a way without the food aspect of it. Um, so right. you know, no, no doubt he probably had fires every night. He said, "My fire." He, he was he basically was in isolation for forty days, and and at that and during that time, here's so you have Satan coming along, at at the end, not in between, not the whole forty days. We're talking about he at waited the end until he here. Was at the weakest point. Yeah, yeah. This is this this. So how do you how do you recognize your enemy? First, recognize where you're at. So if you're at your weakest point, there's a good chance that you're going to be tested. You know, right, and and sometimes that's all Satan can do to us is test us. Sometimes that's all the permission he has. You know, it's kind of what happened with Job in a way. If you go back to that that story, you know, sometimes all he has permission to do is just test us, right? And they can make or break us. Well, just, definitely, it, it just really comes down to what we choose. And let, let's go ahead and get to verse three and four. Go ahead and read that. The tempter came to him and said, "If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread." Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Okay. So there's a big, there's a big two letter word in here that pops out real quick. It's the word if. So for the first thing, the first thing the enemy does is instills doubt. Well, if, for example, we, every time we face a circumstance or an issue, the first thing we do is doubt ourselves. Who's the enemy? Is it Satan or is it ourselves? You know, right. so you, we have to you have to, you have to look at that. You have to be really inquisitive as to who who's the enemy. Well, most people be like, well, Satan's putting doubt in my mind. Uh, maybe he's not. Maybe you're putting your own doubt in your own mind, even. Right. But there is a chance that yeah, maybe that maybe one of the devil's little henchmen are trying to put doubt in your mind. But still, why help? Right. Like, you know. what what is it benefiting? Where, exactly, where's the benefit? So, so this F word is a very big deal, is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're the son of God. so As well, if he doesn't know, by the way. Yeah, uh, exactly. He's very much so yeah. aware. Exactly. Known him forever. Yeah, let's pause on that for a second. Go ahead. Yeah, let's I mean, pause there. listen, he saw <laughs> Satan fall like lightning. Okay, he was there. He was there well during the time he was reigning as an angel of light. Okay, okay, let's just... he's. Best buds, okay, with Satan. Let's not forget he was. Yeah. Satan was probably one of his best friends. The name Satan wasn't a bad name. No, that's that's the thing. You know, so it, 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 it was just be like it, it, hey Isaiah, be like you know. It's but it. he gave himself a bad name. But he yeah. gave himself the rep, right? So they were. You got to imagine that Jesus and Satan at one point in time or outside of time, I guess you say, was best friends. They had to have been. They were in the same kingdom working. Working together. For God. Yeah. For, for, for the Father. So I'm sure it's a disappointment to, you know, oh, here comes Satan again. You know, can't believe you chose this path, but here we are. There and now is. you're coming to try and tempt me and bring me down the same path that you chose as if this is what is the best option. Yeah. I mean, talk about a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. Like all these years later. 
So if you're the son of God, if you're the son of God, I mean, that's some that's some extreme sarcasm there. That won you in a question. That that, that was, was like straight just slapped to the right, face. Right, right, yeah. Like if, oh, oh hey. yeah, it's not like you weren't there. Yeah, let, 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 let's let's put this in modern language. Oh hey Jesus, what's going on out here? How you been out here in the desert for the last forty days? Hmm, looking a little peakish there, pal. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, by, by, hey, if by chance you happen to be the son of God, which you are, um. <laughs> How about you turn this uh, into bread over here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, eat, you'll eat, be fine. Eat something, you'll be fine. You know you can do it. You listen. You were. I was there in the beginning. Whenever, Please. whenever things were being created out of nothing, I was there. Remember? I mean, he he watched. It. He was there. He's part of that creation. People seem to forget about that part. That like <laughs> that Satan was. I mean, Jesus very much so knows who Satan is. He knew yeah. him in the beginning. Like yeah. I just like I'm not saying Satan. Needs to be yeah, just just for clarity, I'm not saying Satan existed at the moment. Uh, of the where no, the, not at the eternal beginning, of beginning time. but when at the cred from the creation of Satan, forward, Jesus was there. We have no idea how much time that was. Yeah. it could be billions, trillions of years for all right of before the fall. Yeah, it was before the fall. But Jesus was there. Yeah, so he saw his whole what you know reign when he was when he was totally in right standing. Yep, saw and then he was like, well, there it goes. Yep, like lightning. Anyway, so. Yeah. Not yeah, to harp on that too much, but that's very important to like realize. Like this is this is like a this wasn't slap a the first face. encounter, is what we're no. trying to say. Yeah, this is a yeah. old friend, basically. <laughs> Not a first encounter. So yeah, so he's like, yeah, hey, just turn this bread into this uh, stones into bread here. You know, you can do it. You know, if and then, but instead instead of Jesus retaliating, which he had every right to. Every right. Okay, every right to. Especially knowing what, what disaster Satan has caused. Yeah, in, instead of pretty much telling him to go away right away, um, he, he, he returned um, he returned a, a scripture, you know, and it simply said, you know, you know, man does not live on bread alone, but by the words of God. And he was actually referencing Deuteronomy 8.3 where it says, So he humbled you, allowing you to hunger, and fed you with manna which you did not know, nor did you know your fathers know. That he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but by man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord, or the mouth of God. So, you know, here here's the thing: Jesus was the living, manifested Word of God. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, and because because he is the living, manifested Word of God, what Satan was trying to do was undo it. He, if he can get Jesus to, uh if you will, almost bow to him at that point in the flesh to surrender, to, surrender to make this bread, then he would have corrupted the word of God. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean the word of God in terms of a book. Mm-hmm. I mean, the word of God in terms of Christ. Yeah. Like Jesus was, the it was, is still, you know, all of was, it. is. Yeah. 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 Still presently. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Outside of time. But you know, if he would have done that, that would have corrupted everything. Jesus the entire came to do. Which, yeah. by the way, not that we aren't directly involved as humans for the reasons sins here, but he's also talking to the person that caused the original fall to begin with, and he's the whole reason he is there. Right. Yeah, the whole reason. The whole reason. Yeah. So he, that's what he's trying to do. That, that was his flesh. That was what he's trying to do is trip Jesus up, Jesus up at his flesh. Right. Because now Jesus' flesh was very weak at that point. 40 days. Now... You could you can go back to the garden cross compare you know that's what happened to Adam and Eve you know they their their flesh was weak, um you know did God really say yeah did God you sure God really did God that? really say that there's that if again are you sure questioning yes exactly doubt. instilling doubt I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stop here and say this too now that was an imposed doubt yeah uh, yeah I am gonna stop here and say this too Satan nowhere in Scripture that I can find that I'm aware of. Did he actually physically make anyone do anything? Yeah, it's true. I, he I've, always superimposes. It's, his, it's always his superimposed, on and he gets the, yeah, he gets the person or persons or groups or whatever to do the, the thought work for him. Yeah, so he. Why well, lift the finger when he can just have somebody else do it? Exactly. So he would just use mental games, right? Psychological again to know your enemies and know yourself. So if you find yourself doing something you know you shouldn't be doing, what are you listening to? Right. Well, you know, it, it, you know, why are you executing what you know you should be doing? Right. And, and that's what was happening here with Jesus. He was being tempted to execute something. And, he, and instead of him saying, instead of him giving me 10 reasons why I'm not going to do this, he just simply responded with, you know the word. It, like, you know the answer to that. It isn't by bread alone the man lives. 
you know the answer. You know, it's like so as sarcastic as Satan was coming at Jesus, Jesus returned the well, favor. He he retaliated in in a it was very likewise in a shutdown. Way. I don't know yeah. what word be for that, but he yeah. totally he totally shut down. Yeah, his what he was throwing at. He he saw straight through what he was trying to do. He knew what he was trying to do. And so go ahead and read. Uh, the, the next one we'll go to is about about the mind or the soul, if you will. Go ahead, go ahead and read uh, verse, verse five, five through seven. Yeah, five through seven. Okay. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, back to the if, mm-hmm. he said, throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and they will concern you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him. It is also written. Do not put the Lord, your God to the test. Right. So, Let's let's paint the picture here. So we got the temple, and they got the, they got this high pinnacle point, mm-hmm. um, you know, where in the city, yeah, in the city, where everybody's at. Yep, and where basically every day, once a day, the priest would go out and blow a shofar, mm-hmm. and it would get the attention of everyone from a high point, which happened to be roughly 162 feet in the air, very high up, for everyone to see, and um, and it would it would remind everybody to go to worship and prayer. An hour of prayer. Yeah, we remind them to do so, mm-hmm. and they still do that to this day. Mm-hmm. And um, now let's let's paint this picture. So you have a priest high up, gathering and uh, drawing all attention to himself by blowing a shofar, making a bunch of noise, if you will, mm-hmm. calling people to worship and prayer. How else? So this this is the mind of Christ now that, that Satan's trying to play. He's trying to play on ego, right? He's trying to mess up the ego of Christ. He couldn't get to his flesh. Now he's going to get to his try to get to his mind. So. So if you're a son of God, tell you what, why don't you make yourself known and throw yourself off this ledge right here? Angels will catch you. Right. You got nothing to worry about. You're the son of God. Yeah, it'd be okay. Well, you know, that 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 that's the next part. I've skipped ahead a little bit, but but he's trying trying to he's trying to get them to um so 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 he goes he goes and again, you know, Satan Gives a part partial truth, and yes, Jesus has charge of all of heaven. Mm-hmm. Yes, he has the ability to call to call down all of the angels of heaven if you want to do. Yeah, he's the son of God to do whatever. Yes, but that would be an ego act. Let me put on this show. Pride. We're gonna put a show in front of everybody so they know that I'm the son of God. Right. Fine. We'll settle this once and for all. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But so what that, would that prove? That, yeah, that that was that was the trip. That was the, that that was the that was the mind trip he was trying to throw. Mm-hmm. So you find yourself, so for example, you find yourself in a scenario where you're trying to draw attention to every, every from everybody to you, and you know, and just so people know who you are. You probably got an ego trip you there, buddy. Probably are being led by the wrong spirit again. You know, you're just you're not following the you're not following God. Does anybody feel attacked yet? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is the same thing happened the other day when I preached this. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. We didn't have a disclaimer. A disclaimer is... That was great, by yeah. the way. That was a great little... Yeah. The disclaimer to this... Morning. Yeah, to this. May call sensitivity. <laughs> Truth may be painful. <laughs> right. Your discretion is advised. Right. And... But he was twisting the truth. And then... And then Jesus... Uh, directly quote... He, what he Jesus is, he directly quoted uh, Psalms 91, 11 to 12 directly in the scripture right there. Um, but Satan, in turn, like, uh, Satan was trying to tell him, you know, come on, don't catch it. And then Jesus, Jesus says, you should, in Deuteronomy 6 and 16, you shall not tempt the Lord your God as you tempted him in uh, Massah. In Massah, God was asked to prove himself over and over. Moses struck the rock to provide water. The Lord was tempted with the water, with the question, is the Lord among us or not? Now, here's the thing. So go back to Moses for a second. Moses was supposed to speak to the rock, not strike the rock. Right. So he actually, although the water still came out and still fed everybody, you know, gave everybody water. Problem is, is that he disobeyed, disobeyed God. Right. Because of his anger, his ego, Moses ego got the better on that day. I'm going to strike this rock. Yeah. God still honored, you know, because people needed they water. They still had a need. Yeah. He fulfilled but, a need, but that didn't come without consequences. Yeah, exactly. Didn't go without consequences. You know, so, you know, and then that's when you know, Jesus, you know, respond. You know, the devil said, "Lest lest you dash foot off the lest you dash foot off the rock." You know, regarding to that scripture, Jesus direct quote uh, not, uh, Psalms ninety one eleven, 
Um, if you could read that middle part of the scripture again, where it's actually, um, let me pull it back up there if you can. Which part of uh, Matthew 1? Uh, no, the not, Psalms 91. Oh, no, that's Psalm 91. It, it's the actual Matthew 4 scripture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bring that back up. Okay, right there in the middle where, it's, where it talks about let your dash fall off the rock. You'll see it right there towards the middle. So that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Yeah, and just read it right above that, the actual whole thing. Right there. He will. he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. So so a lot, a lot of people will misunderstand what that means. Now, this is Satan telling Jesus this. Mm-hmm. Using... The scripture again, using the, his own words against them. Against if you the will. word. Against the word. Word against the word. He's this, using this, Jesus' own yeah, words. Yeah, so this happens know. a lot in uh, today's church world. You know, where where Christians try to manipulate a scripture to fit their own self gain. Yeah, their agenda. Uh, yeah, and well, that's very much a tactic of Satan, by the way. Mm-hmm. So if you if if you have anybody around that's you that's constantly using scripture to belittle you and not exhort you. Then or work to their gain. Work to their gain. Their favor. You're likely staring at the enemy of God. So yeah, I'm not saying that the person themselves is an enemy, but they're definitely being influenced. They're they're allowing that yes. influence. Yeah. They're allowing the influence. So that this to you know that's why Jesus responded, "Do not tempt, do not tempt God." You right. Know? And what that is is see the le- the the le- the less you strike your foot against stone part is you intentionally. Testing God. You intentionally kick something, or you intentionally, uh, intentionally had the accident. Mm-hmm. You intended for it to look like an accident, but it's not. You did it intentionally. God knows the condition of your heart, so if you intentionally he knows your thoughts too. Yes, if you intentionally uh, decide to do something and make it look otherwise, He knows that. So here's the thing: with that scripture in mind, and Jesus admitting that scripture, the angels would have been held back and not have caught Him. Right. He would fell to the ground and died. Because he did it intentionally. Again. His flesh. Yes, again, exactly. Yes, and again, it would have been stopping and corrupting the word of God. Mm-hmm. It would have completely... All just, by just using his voice. And yes, trying persuasion. To persuade, yeah. Yeah. So, again, that's what was going on there. The same thing. I know there's a lot of words in between to get to that point, but but that's what was happening there. Is was again trying, so he couldn't get him as flesh. Now he tried to get him as mind, mm-hmm. and and very cunningly, you know, yeah, I mean, very cunningly. Because I mean, you would think right off the bat, well, yeah, he's Jesus, so he definitely could just call the angels. But no, there's rules of engagement. There's rules, right? So Jesus would have intentionally tempted his father, and therefore he would have. God would have said, "Well, rights. it's over. We done. He we done lost." Yeah. <laughs> well. Because God Himself would not would not allow in uh, allow sin or in, or. That sort of injustice to just, oh, you're my sons. I'm just going to let you get away. No, if you did that, that would that would destroy all of heaven. Right. Favoritism. It would destroy. It was not even favoritism. It's just it would destroy it all of heaven because of sin. Well, right. It would have. Yeah. But I'm saying, but because of, if he would have chose favoritism, he would have chose sin. Yeah. True. Yeah. And, and then that too would destroy all, all of heaven. Right. So Satan knew this. He's trying. To, he's trying some very. Oh, long, he knew. Yeah, he knew he was doing this. He said, "How long to think about this after being cast down, sitting I mean, like a toddler in his little." Mm. Yeah, I mean, it all sounds good. All of it sounds good the way it's said, but none of it's for the good. So, yeah. Um. So then the last but not least is the spirit temptation of Christ. Now, all this is happening rapidly, I'm sure. This is not happening over a course of uh, an hour or two, I don't think. This I think, is probably happening within minutes. Yeah, this is all happening rapidly. So Jesus is responding, and then now, now they move to the next place. Now, read, read verse 8 through, 8 through 11. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give to you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. Yeah, now the scripture he was using there was, the, was you know, you shall not, in Deuteronomy ten twenty, you shall fear the Lord your God, you shall serve him, and him you should hold. You shall hold fast and take oaths in his name. So, in other words, in other words, Jesus is saying, you know, no way am I going to bow or, or give honor to you, right? You, no way. There's only one. And that's what that's the Father. Um, Which, by the way, back to him knowing him for how long? Right, exactly. I mean, like now you, you I want mean, me to bow to you? I mean, can you imagine what you're going through Jesus' head at that moment? Uh, didn't you already try this once? 
Yeah, I mean, you got to think about the memories he 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 has. Had with, to be flooding. Had to be flooding memories. Yeah, just like, I mean, had to be. Um, you know, so so, but it's, again, it's a spirit strike. Couldn't get him into mind, ego. Couldn't get him. Couldn't get him by you know with the food. Now I'm gonna get him with uh, yes. I'm gonna give you everything. Look, just Jesus, listen. I'm gonna this give is the you, bargain. I'm gonna give you everything back if you just bow down and worship me. So what, what Satan's admitting here is a partial truth. He was given the kingdoms of this world. Yeah, because it's a fallen kingdom. Right. He is the prince. Yeah, he is the prince. He was unfortunately, he was the prince. Was at that time was the prince of this world, and yet, you know, and he was like, Jesus, I'll give it all back to you for free. You don't gotta suffer. Yeah. All you gotta do is just bow and worship me. Because his objective was to take it from him, but like, uh, yeah, that wouldn't work. Jesus knowing, Jesus knowing that his purpose for coming here was to gain all this back anyway. Jesus trying, Satan was just trying to give him a fast pass. Right here you go, which would have actually just destroyed everything. Listen, you can skip the whole line. I'll give it all to you now. All you do is about again. Fourteen nine nine. You can have it today. That's right. So I mean, basically, just again, it would destroy all of heaven. Right. Destroy, Very cunning, destroy the word. cunning tactic to try and entice him into. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how else to put this, and it's going to sound almost uh, uh, dangerous, but it's kind of dangerous for the word of God to come into this realm. Yeah, I mean, really, kind, of, really dangerous because I mean, I mean, he if, if, if Jesus would have taken one wrong step. And people are like, well, he's a son of God. He could, but I don't think people understand he took on real human form. Right. So he had real human um, everything that we do desires and real human um, uh, just you know, consequences. I mean, no doubt he fell and scraped his knee when he was younger. No doubt he, uh, um, you know, had people make fun of him. No doubt he had uh, issues to deal with his brothers and you know, sisters and all that stuff. No doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but. You know, he took on real issues and real this world consequences, and heaven was put on hold for his responsibilities, and it became nothing but here. No, nobody understands that. Everybody thinks he had this this free pass of, well, no matter if, if something happens, you can just snap your fingers and. Oh, it was like, a huge deal. It was it was literally life or death for eternity. Yeah. I mean, you know, his early early part of his life, he was in exile. He had to go, he had to go to Egypt and hide. With his, uh, you know. Yeah. Otherwise, all those kids are being killed by Herod. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a genocide going on just to just to kill him. Is that that didn't. That work. wasn't it. That wasn't that wasn't a good old Satan trying to just do the, the age push old, the agenda old. Yeah. on Herod, who was like, "Yeah, sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced." Yeah, just kill them all. Everybody under the age of two. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? That's pretty cold. Now, there's more cold people out there that are worse, but yeah, that, that's pretty cold in history and yeah. present. Yeah, but so, yeah, it's the same kind of influences. But in, in so many ways, you could say that uh, Satan was saying, "All right, Jesus, just sell me your soul. You know, you know, just give everything you have to me. Just, just hand it over, sell it to me." Yeah, which yeah. is like a very, very no way to put it. It's a ballsy move. That's the only way to put it. It is because it is. It is because you got you got uh, you got the creator of the universe sitting right in front of you, standing right in front of you. Of the entire came everything, down to your level, it came down to your single. Domain, yeah, and be like, oh, you decided to visit. It's yeah, only yeah. been an unknown amount of time that I've been trapped here. Yeah, now, so, so I mean, Satan, had, Jesus had to play under these rules while he was here. You know, that, that, again, because that's the case, he could have just taken himself right off the cross. You know, there's nothing. and he wasn't fighting just Satan; he no. was also fighting every, all the other third of the heavenly hosts of hell. Yeah. You can't tell me none of them didn't interfere at some point. Because there's, there's probably no equal amount of them that are just as enraged as Satan is because of their own actions. If, if I remember correctly, I believe there were 11 attempts on his life before they got him on the cross. Wow. If I remember correctly. I could be wrong, but it, it's up there. there. I believe there was I'm 11 attempts. I'm surprised there wasn't more than that. Yeah. Knowing that he's presently there and be like, oh, we have every chance now. Every yeah. chance. Well, you know, it was one of the attempts being, you know, obviously Herod. Herod you know, was young, very prominent. Yeah. Let's, just say 11 known, let's just say 11 known attempts, if that even. Because we don't know what else could have happened, right? You know, um, not to mention there's probably sickness somewhere in between there. You know, there I, I will even go as far as speculating and theorizing. I want to say it very clearly that the when Jesus was uh, left in the temple and he said, "Oh, I'm about my father's business," I'm going to theorize that instead of Jesus being lost and left behind, possibly because where his parents go, nobody knows. 
you know, you know, right. You know, where, you know, where, how they not know where Jesus was, you know, et cetera. There, there's their thoughts on that. But, but the, uh, but let's just say that, you know, for whatever reason, you know, meanwhile, three days later, Hey, geez, where you been? We've been looking for you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, uh, Oh, I've been here in my father's house doing father's business. That's called, he was in a, he was in a safe house. Mm-hmm. Those three days, who God only knows as a twelve-year-old, he couldn't be attacked. He couldn't be. He, he could have been. He could've well, been he could have been. He could have been attacked verbally. Listen, child slavery was just as real back then as it is today. Oh yeah, twelve-year-old wandering around the streets. You kidding me? Without the parents. Yeah. In Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Jerusalem wasn't no saint city per se. No, it was a huge, okay. mm. a lot of commerce, a lot of stuff, a lot of you know. I mean, later Jesus. Cut it, was a, it was a section like of inner travel too. Yeah, like a. Yeah, well, going through it, right? Keep going on where wherever you're going, right? Sure. So it was a large area, exactly. So you know, a lot of people can come and going. You know, I'm I'm just saying that 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 could that could be that that could even be added in as an att- a possible attempt that we don't know about, right? Anything could happen, right? Outside of his care of his parents. So you know, again, there's so many things we don't know um, that you know what and how Jesus handled this life um, that you know we can speculate on. You know, let alone what we do know is that, you know, you know, here he is being literally tempted by an age old adversary, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so he again, he could have just he could have just uh, said, sure, you know what? I'm done with this. I've had enough up to this point. Let's just go ahead and I'm, let's I'm just done. throw in a towel, in a towel, make it easy. Humani- what do I sign? Humanity is not worth it. Right. Thank God. I don't he, love him enough. Yeah. Thankfully he didn't feel that way. Cause you know, late, you know, if you remember he was in the garden, they asked the same question. And your father, if there's a way it's, to get past this. Yeah. It's a couple of past from me. Yeah. If there's any way to get past this, otherwise your will be done. And I think that was the driving force was he remembered why he was sent and he remembered, he remembered uh, why, you know, how he important knew how, he knew so the, much riding on this. The weight, yeah, and and and, the here, and and here's the other thing nobody wants to talk about, and and this this may be again, uh, what can I say? This is our podcast. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how else to put that. So True. what's said on this podcast is our views. You know, point 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 is it's is valid. that yeah, point is is this. Jesus, when Lucifer fell, the entire universe fell with it. Right. There is nothing saying anywhere. That just because Jesus came here and yes saved humanity, what else did He save with it? Because right. there, the, the universe is humongous. There's an infinite galaxy that God's created. God's created. It's yeah. proven. Okay, yeah. so infinite. Right, right now, we right don't now, know what else is out there? Right, right now, man, man, right now, man thinks he understands that the that the universe, our known universe, is at least thirteen plus trillion light years across. That's just a cross. That's not kind of the many. That's not universes. up and down, left, right, all the different directions you can go. That's just a cross. So, you know, so you have you have one end to the other that we think we comprehend. I'm, I'm going to stress that because any scientist listening to this is going to agree with me because they're going to be like, well, yeah, because it's always expanding. That that's what they think. So, you know, it, it, true or not doesn't matter. Point is, it's it's so large we cannot possibly comprehend. The, and that's what I'm saying. When Jesus was here, the the creator of our known universe. And our on our little earth, you know, came down here to do what he did is m- massive. It was a very huge deal. Massive. I mean, there, there's no there's no words to describe the infinite the infinite uh, power behind what he did, because you know all of heaven was watching, watching this. I mean, this was a big. Because how much more deal. was riding on this than just us here? Yeah, right. We're so we're so finite. Oh well, we we've been in captivity since since mankind you know eight thousand years ago or something. And like we're the you only know. planet with life. Well, guess what? You think God's that limited? We don't know what else. We is don't going know. On. We don't know anything. And it would be selfish of us to think otherwise. So because you're mean, putting God in the box. So the point is, is that what you're saying is, is that Jesus not only saving us, who knows what other huge impact, huge picture, yeah, I across mean, across the entire board of existence. For again, I can't, God's right, is. I can't stress the important, the, the 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 audacity of Satan going, "Oh, you're in my realm now. You're under my rules now. Now let's play." This is like the biggest crossover in history. Okay. Yes. Everybody talks about movie crossovers. Like, hey, you know. You got these, like, oh, I've always wanted to see these two characters together in this movie, you know? Yeah. Like, most recent one was, like, Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, that was great. We had a little yeah. trilogy. The biggest crossover happened 
was Jesus setting foot onto this planet, okay? I'm just saying. Yeah. Huge, it's just realistic. Huge. Um, and we're, we're so finite. We're so finite. Now, there's going to be people listening to this and be like, color. People, people listen to this one, these guys are out of their mind. You know what? That's okay. You don't have to listen to this ever again because I'm, I'm tired of living under this finite thinking. Right. No, I, I, I totally I, yeah, agree. I serve, I, totally I serve agree. a God that is way bigger than anything we can possibly just imagine. Yes. I serve a God that is over it all, not just this little itty bitty planet. He is over it all. And Everything. something happened way back whenever something happened called called Lucifer Rebellion. Something went down that destroyed a third of the angels out of heaven. That's a pretty big deal. By the way, we don't even know. Nobody knows how many angels are in heaven. So a third could have been trillions, 500, way more than I, trillions. Whatever I mean, you, who you knows? Know. Quatrillions, uh, you know, and an infinite amount of time. I mean, who knows how far? Yeah, there, I mean, there's it, so many. There's so many variables. Of yes, the re, the, of Jesus being here on this planet and f- finishing the mission he did. That is just way more than we can comprehend. Now, well, eventually, we'll get to know. Yeah. Now, listen, I, I, it, it's it's we will. The Bible says this. You know, he he came to save us once and for all. You know, another. He, the, this is it. You know, I mean, not again. You know, there. You know, you know, there, there are, there is controversy over what Jesus meant by when he says, you know, you know, the sheep know my voice, but I, I have sheep of, the, of other pens as well. Another flock, yeah. Another flock, and I'm like, well, what's he referring to? Is he referring to other humans? I mean, what, what's he referring to? Point Once is, again, is that back to limited mind. Yeah, you're talking, you're talking the about creator the, the creator, universe. the creator, the creator, not a creator, not, not a, not a maintenance man here. You know, you're talking about the person. not like a regular angel yeah. just chilling and yeah. in the. Grand scheme of things, you're talking. Yeah, he, you've got to get your head out out of the rocks. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, people people got to get their get to pull their heads out of the sand. I mean, because you're you know you you can't keep limiting God like this. It's ridiculous. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair to God. I mean, it's not fair to. I mean, not that God can't can be done unjustly, but but it's not fair that his his own his creation would look at him so. It's not fair finite. that you got to say that you love him so much, but yet you think that he's that. Limited. Let, let, let me let me put, let me put it, let me put it in a more interesting way. Where is it right that we think we can tell God how far and how big He can be? Right. Where is that right? It's not. It's not. So very very. Uh, that's a that's a high ego trip, there, buddy. Yeah. And which probably isn't our own thoughts. Just pointing that out, which yeah. is not a good thing. Yeah. Meaning, probably recognize that. Yeah, because if you're putting God in the box, well, who's uh, who's influencing you to put God in the box? Yeah, who's who's trying to keep you from keep you under those limitations to make you think that way? Mm. Gee, I feel like we just there ain't nothing you. else out there. I feel like we just talked about that. There ain't nothing else out there. Don't mm. t- don't you worry about that. Don't you God? No, God only created you. You guys, you guys. That's it. So with so with those thoughts, well, the, the the best thing Jesus did was literally so instead of surrendering to Satan and, and bowing worship him, he turned and re recognized totally God. Him. He rebuked him and re recognized his father. Mm-hmm. You know, and in, and in, you know James said it best. You know, submit yourselves in chapter four verse seven. Submit yourselves uh, then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. I'm going to pause on that too. Is there is a bad understanding of well I'm so far away from God. Um, how can I ever get back to him? Yeah. Well, here's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. God never went anywhere. He's around, he is he is every not everything around us, but he is everywhere around us. Right. He created all the things that are around us. He's so he he is the I am everywhere. There is nothing that separates us from God except except our rejection of him. Nothing. No. no you know, he's omnipresent. He's omnipresent. So he he's not limited to your church altar or your building or, or, or your building or or God forbid when you're maybe if you're just playing music in a car and say oh I felt the spirit today because I was a worship God. No, you should you should know you listen. There is no reason why you why you should ever feel that God is ever separated from you if you, once you once you come to know Him. Now there there is a there is a mental barrier that people have to get through where there's a perception. That God isn't around you, but, again, but it's, it's a psychological thing. Yes, that that's that, that that is that. Look over this these lands. I'll give it all to you. It, it's a it's a false picture. It's that same. Which, by the way, is where faith trip. comes into play. Yes, uh, it's you, that same. You have to. Yeah, it's that same mind trip. There's nothing new with Satan in his tactics. He can't. He can't. No. Satan can't create. No, he can only manipulate. He, yeah, he can only manipulate. He can't create. He, he can only manipulate. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a parody me do. Um, the uh, 
the you know, he don't create can't. manipulate. <laughs> Hi, I'm Satan, and I. Uh, <laughs> Hi, I'm Satan, and I approve this message. I can't create, but <laughs> I can manipulate. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, my goodness, if people would just really, just really wake up to the, just the humongous picture that was going on right here with the temptation of Christ. It was a huge deal. It was a big deal. Because it was at a moment right before Jesus is about to make his appearance on the scene and go get his disciples and literally, to the literal sense, change the world in three years. Change all of existence. Change everything in three years. You know, one, one thing I, I bring up to people very, very often is to say, if you ever look at history, you'll notice that the wonders of the world stopped after Christ. All the weird stuff, all the god deities and all that stuff just kind of like just dropped. Just, yeah. Just dropped. No golden calves now. Yeah, they just dropped. That's not to say there's still not people out there doing stuff or to the old calves. to the old gods. But they're not creating anything new. But there's there's nothing new. The only time you might see something new in the future is if the Antichrist would ever arrive on the scene. You know, where you have people bowing and worshiping a uh, another image. Right. You know, that that's 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 the next thing. But but there was, an, there was else, a rather abundance of idols back then that yeah. were just like you know you know you have Baal and all of them. Yeah, that you have Greek mythology. You have you have uh, um, uh, you know the the Viking stuff. What was that? No, is it Nordic? Nordic. Yeah, yeah. Nordic. Um, you know mythology. you had all that. I mean you, you had the Eastern stuff over over you know towards the China and Japan all those areas. You know you have all that all that but all that stuff even though there's still there's still if you will worship still today. The actual they're progression the same, of it. They're still the same as IDDs from then. Yes. But they just showed up on the scene back then. They just showed up like, oh, new and improved. Yeah. Yeah, but Bail. No, nothing Bail. had, yeah, it did, but it, it drew like some kind of weird line drawn right after, right after Christ. You know, so, you know, you, you get into the point where, you know, where the earth shook when he, when he died, mm. you know, the veil ripped when it, you know, the veil ripped and fell down. Um, people, people were coming up out of the graves. You know, we tend yeah, to go. We the, tend to go. The, the prophets every, of old. Yeah. Every, every Easter, every Easter, uh, every Easter, everybody forgets about that. You know, they they talk about Jesus dying on the cross. Yeah. What happened to the prophets ready. that came out? Yeah. Like, hey. Yeah. yeah what, what? Yeah. That part of the scripture. What you guys did with the place? <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, you know, so to skip all that, all that crazy miraculous stuff. Um, it was a big deal. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine walking down the city of Jerusalem? Whoa, that's there went. Whoa, hasn't he been dead? Wasn't he sold in half? Isaiah, yeah. what are you doing here? Yeah, wasn't that 500 years ago? I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> what year is it? Yeah, that'd be 500 years ago. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> hanging out down, down Abraham's bosom all the time. How did you get here? Well, you know, I was chilling in this garden, and you know, it was about lunchtime. <laughs> and next thing you know, here comes Jesus, and here I am. He said something about came and set the captives free, and you know, I was in. We left. It was kind of boring down there. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> got tired of seeing all the fruit in Abraham's bosom. <laughs> I mean, but you I know, just have to assume. I don't know Abraham's bosom. Yeah, I know. I just have to assume it's a garden. <laughs> some place. I don't know. It was what they called a paradise, right? So I mean, who knows? It's got to be a garden. Yeah, it had to be something. Something that was, you know, not uh, horrible. But of course, if if anything like Jesus talked about, it, it, Abraham's bosom was still in the eyesight of hell. Right. So it was kept just it was separate. A separate. So that's what I'm saying. It wasn't like great. I mean, it was definitely better than hell, but I'm yeah. sure it wasn't like, I'm sure it was like, man, I am really bored. Yeah. We need to like, yeah. So, I mean, so I was eating a sandwich and the next thing you know, Jesus showed up. I'm like, okay, we're going home boys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you know, again, all these, these perceptions are things that, again, when your mind is trapped into the, if you will, the Sunday morning, Sunday school service, you know where you, you know you you think you understood what you were taught, but then you never read it for yourself, and then you back and read for yourself. You're like, wait a minute, there's never more. Heard this part. There's more going on now than what? Oh my goodness, yeah. I mean, so you know, there's yeah. People just don't realize how big it is. Is I'm trying to say. We it's serve a very a, large picture. I mean, we we serve we serve a father that is just. I mean, he's everything. I mean, he's all powerful. I mean, there's nothing like him. I mean, we sing it, but do we understand? Do we really it? understand the, the yeah? The I mean, you know, the, you know, mass. I mean, and, and Jesus, yeah, and Jesus was always pointing everybody back to the Father. Yeah, he, you know, even though people fell and worshipped him, he still never really accepted that worship. He, well, he kind of accepted it, but he never, he never exemplified. He never said, "Yes, continue to worship me." You know, he, right. he, he He's just like, I love this part. Yeah, he, yeah, he just honored them. And made them know what they were, because yeah. because at that time those people worshiping him 
they were likewise, likewise worshiping the Father. That's why I said, if you know me, you know the Father. Right, they were all one. You know, so yeah, so Jesus accepted that as okay because he's these, like, he's basically a, a median at that point for the Father. He's like, okay, if you worship in me, well, we're one and the same. So yeah, I mean, know, the people I'm back cool then had no idea. That's why they were asking, "What's heaven like, Jesus?" Yeah, they wouldn't know no better. What's it like? What's it like on the other side? They they had no clue. There was nothing. No, they had no insight. This was revolutionary. That, that's why there was such an argument between the resurrection and no resurrection. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, are we going to be just asleep until we woke up, or do we, uh, or do we just go on? You know, so I mean, mm-hmm. that there, you know, that's why you had the Sadducees and Pharisees differences, right, right. But gee, what's happening today? All how many denominations we got now? Yeah, let's not get started with denominations. <laughs> yeah, but that's my, that's my but, yeah. point. That's I my know point. what your point is. But I'm saying, but yeah, so I don't know yeah, how Jesus feels about that. Well, I actually know, but yeah. Yeah, so there, there's just there's a lot to unpack what was going on here. So to know your enemy is know yourself. You've got to know, you know, who you are. And so Jesus knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm getting at. He knew who he was. He knew where he came from. He understood the mission. He he comprehended his his limitations. Why he was here. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, and, and and in some ways, I mean, I often wonder if him raising Lazarus up from the dead was kind of pushing the pushing the rules of engagement i don't know you know but yeah i'm sure that was that was an iffy situation there because at that time at that time satan still had not rightfully so but still had the keys of life and death to the grave Mm -hmm. he still had them it was still they were still his so him so jesus raising people from the dead was kind of like Satan, like, what are you doing? That's, that's not yours to take. That's not your jurisdiction. Yeah, I mean, I hate yeah. to say it that way, but that's yeah, but rules what of engagement. it was. That's what it was, yeah. So, you know. Just in the same way now, it's not his. So, you know, and, and I guess the other thing I want to point out that I kind of forgot to mention is we got to be careful how we're influenced and persuaded. You know, because that, that, that is the greatest thing that, that Satan was using in all this with the scripture was he was trying to influence Jesus and persuade him to be something he was not. You know, and again, know your enemy is know yourself. So if you find yourself doing things again that you know you should be doing, you have to ask, how am I being influenced and why am I being so easily persuaded? Mm-hmm. You have to know yourself before before you can take on anything outside of you. Right. And and that's, that's what Jesus is doing. Him going through the wilderness was taking time to recognize who he was and is at that time in the flesh, human. And then Satan comes along and does what he does best, tempts. Christ to see if he really is going to hold up to what he said he's come he came to do. And he did. So, you know, but he didn't have to. Did not work in Satan's favor. Did not Spoiler work in Satan's favor. If he didn't get yeah. the end of the story. Right. It definitely is going to work in his favor in the end. <laughs> no. So the story's not over yet, but we're still living the story. Yeah, we're living the story more now than ever. Um, yeah. did, did you have anything else you want to add to that? I mean, that, that's, that's loaded. I mean, that's I loaded. Mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, we've kind of, We've emphasized how large of a picture this is, okay, which is very important because there's just so much to this that meets the eye that you don't hear every Sunday. Or I should say every, every one Sunday out of the year. But uh, can you imagine, uh, no, this, this is going on on a whim, you know, if you can believe there's angels, which are not earth created. No. Okay. If you can believe there's demons, which are not earth created. Um. Can I be so daring? Can I be so daring to say that there may be other beings out there that are not of our design? Yeah, you can dare say that because that's possible. Because didn't God's didn't doesn't the Bible say with with God anything is possible? Anything. So, but now, 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 picture this: imagine those same beings being under this same curse. Right. Because who's saying that they weren't subject to the fall? Because we're also assuming, and I'm gonna I'm just gonna say speculation. Because yeah. who knows? We're also assuming if there's this massive universe that exists, because we have stars, we have other planets, right? Okay. We're also assuming that the fallen angels and Satan were bound just to this planet, or if they were, if if they fell and affected many planets. Yeah. There's a, there's okay. a, there's, there's a strong, strong assumption. So yeah. whatever what Jesus did here had a lot to do with the entire universe riding on it. Everything. Because why would heaven, why would he, why would everything in heaven be revolving around, well, Jesus, Son of God, but why would it ride on all of heaven, which is, I'm going to assume is for everything God's created? 
ride on just one planet. Right. But then not just that, but let's put it in perspective. You got this little little Earth that is a millionth the size of it's Earth. It's tiny. It's a millionth of the size of our own sun, so they say. Right. Okay. And maybe maybe less. It's a speck. In a, in a great if big. If you gallery. watch like, the videos where it shows like the next, the next. I, the I'll, next, be, I'll be honest. Next, my my, my favorite depiction as a as a kid was when Men in Black first came out, and they showed the end where they where they were, the aliens rolling the uh, marble, uh-huh. but they drew it out galaxy 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 galaxy. galaxy, galaxy. Next thing you know, it's rolling marble. It was just kind of, it, but it kind of depicts how small everything really is. Right. You know, so gives you a, a yeah an illustration of an it. illustration. Yeah, not to say that's how it is. I'm just saying no, it's just but an illustration like it's just of, like God. Anything's possible. Yeah, and God's massive. So, well, when you're everywhere at once, what is impossible? I mean, <laughs> you know, and I think I think that's where faith really comes into. Once you grasp the, what, once you grasp who the I am is, mm-hmm. what can't be done? Um, and I'm not saying using God and manipulating to your will. But I'm just saying what can't be done for eternal purpose. Right. You know what can't be done. Um, you know, you're 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 under you're under the. I mean. To say that you're under the shadow of the Almighty is a is a massive understatement. Yeah, because I mean, you have mm-hmm. like when when you think about God, like most people, they think like God's like this deity on a throne, you just know, sitting there, of sitting all there. But you know, you have the people that say, "Well, I I picture God being like a void," and you know what? They're probably in some ways right because God just is His creation. Like yeah. he, he he is all of it. Yeah, that's not to be confused. I'm gonna just let oh, yeah. no, That's no, not to be confused with people that worship creation. No. Yeah, it's, that's nothing no, to do no, with it. Nothing to do with it. But but he, he is just the essence of everything. Yeah. So it's just, it's hard to fathom. Well, if he spoke to existence, that was him. Right. Everything that is is him. Right. Because he he it's an extension brought it into existence. So to to pack Jesus and I hate to put it in such a elementary way, but to pack Jesus into a human form is. Uh, once you see the big picture, you're kind of like, man, how did how did how you do that? Yeah, I mean, how I mean, how did you physically do that? I mean, we like know God, that all things are possible. Yeah, I mean, I mean, know you did. You know, you got married. You you, you impregnated Mary without without any you know, conventional means and you did everything else. I mean, you get that. You understand the delivery mechanism, but man, you just put but the totally... essence. You put the essence of the Creator inside of a human body to be make a body. <laughs> you know, within the mother, and then birth the body. Then, the, then, then he grew up normal. Like, yeah, because like as if, as if he was a baby uh, a and grown, grew up. As if a grown human isn't ridiculously tiny enough as is compared to the grand scheme of the universe. I mean, yeah, I mean, and just, think about when a baby's just like conceived is so tiny. Even more, it's just like it's nuts. it's unfathomable. It's nuts. Yes, and only God can make it that unfathomable. Well, yeah, he made it very clear. Yeah, he, only he can make something so impossible, even possible. further impossible in my book. Right, you know, I mean, you know, so it, it was it was difficult to understand to begin with, let alone how can it even begin to begin with, you know. So how is it possible? Yeah, I mean, it just yeah, just it can go on and on. It sure, just, didn't seem to shock, shock Satan. No, he knew it could be done. Yeah, yeah, nothing surprises him because he's already been through it all, and he and he's paying he, the consequences. Because the truth is, Satan understands the full picture and understands how vast God really is. Yeah. And, and and if we as human he does undermine God. If we as humanity would wake up to that stuff, my goodness, what would change in this world? Is it a terrible statement to say if we, if we were as uh, aware as Satan is of how incredible, how how huge God is, maybe we would get somewhere with our mindset. Maybe we would because listen, Satan sure does. He's terrified of God. Okay. Yeah. Because he, for his sake, he knows it's coming, but he also very much so understands how he works. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and 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 the other thing too is for an eternal God to say you have a time limit is just absolutely th- that terrible. had to be just I mean, to him had to be, and, and I'm not sympathizing with the devil here, but I no, will say me is, neither. I will say is just, that had to be an absolutely terrifying realization. Yeah, because because yeah, he was an infinite being, yeah, just like the angels, because mm-hmm. he was an angel. Yeah, infinite. and you're like, ah, you know, I got a time limit because of what you did. Yeah, um, and. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Now, now you're going to be part of the moral, that, mortal realm. At that point in time, to our knowledge, from our earthly mindset of thinking about this, there wouldn't have been no hell. There wouldn't have been no what? What? What, what would there be of no existence? You know, to die at that point in time, right? Because hell was his dominion at that point. It was given to him. Basically, he created a hell, right? So, what was there? Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Just a thought. Uh, boy, I tell you, I, I everybody's would, like, I would, "All right, click off." We clicked off like a half an hour ago. We can't handle I this. I know. I, I wish I wish I had ten seconds of comprehension of this stuff. Just give me a little bit, because I don't think we'd handle it all at once. But just give me. A oh, I doubt bit. it. Boy, I wish I had just an overall imagery of all this. I don't think we're far off, but we can't prove it because here we are in this. Oh, movie. I'm sure it's way even more complex than we think yeah. it is. Like the, the 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 magnitude of all of it is just probably more we could ever comprehend with this mortal brain yeah exactly finite that's why i keep saying the word finite yeah you know we we have we have we live in a start and existence and we're trying to comprehend something that lives outside that right and that's it's just it's just almost it's basically impossible with the state we're in yeah but i but i think we could all start by realizing that so it's not just again not not to not keep beating this but if we recognize our enemy's tactics we're going to recognize what the father's things are as well. Right. So because he has you, to work around. Right. Cause if you know your enemy, then you know how he operates. Then you know how you're supposed to be in the opposition of it. Right. But if you're working with the enemy and not knowing it, you're never going to be in the, uh, the same, the same opposition or so if you will, the will of God. Right. It doesn't work that way. You can't be in, in Satan's will, strange as it sounds to God's will. Can't be in. You can't be double minded. Oh yeah, there's two wills. Yeah, I mean James even called that out too. You can't have a fountain with uh, with bitter and sweet water in it all at the same time. It's going to be one one's going to over overrule the other. Yeah, most most time the bitter water destroys the, the good water. So you know he he, he James understood that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know they did. Here we are, two thousand years later. Don't you think it's about time we kind of get a comprehension of that too? I mean, wake, right, wake right. up, people, wake up. You know, we you know our lives are limited, very limited. Why why live in this fantasy world? I mean, because that's what it is. We we're convinced of a fantasy. So I'm going to end on that because I don't want to go any further because it, yeah, it's it's too much. That's a lot. For, it's a lot. Um, but it, it's, yeah, if you made this far, congratulations, and hopefully you get something out of it. But uh, yeah, it, heavy conversation. <laughs> that, is, that that was a heavy conversation, definitely. Um, yeah, go ahead and lead us out. I'll just uh, I'll, I'll just so uh, like usual. We have plenty of places that this you can find the audio version or the video version, which you probably mostly are all watching. Um, but uh, we also have uh, an email, info at dozage.com. Uh, if you have any questions or anything, don't forget to comment it. Uh, we will definitely answer questions as long as they're you know appropriate to. And uh, there are some people out there. Listen, <laughs> I, I know the, the internet's a scary place, okay? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. But, uh, yeah. Uh, follow us and we'll see you guys in the next episode.